You're listening to episode 35 of the Mad Chatters podcast, May 27th, 2015. Most everyone's mad here. <laughs> Welcome to the Mad Chatters podcast, your very important date with Disney World and the happening... (laughs) (laughs) I put emphasis on the wrong word. (laughs) That sounded all wrong. Um, Your very important date with the happenings at Walt Disney World and around the Disney universe. There we go. I know our slogan. Uh, My name is Derek, and as always, I'm joined by my fellow hosts, Matt. Hola. And Jeremy. Meow. Alrighty. All right. That's that's my favorite quote from the Aristocats. <laughs> ah. That's a classic one. Okay, I have a question. Are you guys having the coolest summer ever? Oh, yes. <laughs> Even though it's yeah. May. Yeah. <laughs> well, unofficially it has begun, right? With, that's right. Uh, whatever, Memorial Day. Yeah, summer season at the parks for sure is in swing. And you guys this weekend went to the official launch of the coolest summer ever, which was the 24-hour event. And we're going to be talking about that a little later in the show. Uh, Let's give them a little tease. What was one thing that you absolutely loved about your time in the parks after midnight? Um... (laughs) Well, I don't want to say. Be- well, we can wait if it's better. Yeah, let's wait. Okay. Let's wait. Well, obviously, you don't know the purpose of a tease, but anyway, lots of stuff happened at the parks this week. It was a very, very busy di- w- weekend for Disney, and we're going to talk about most of that in the main segment. But one of the big things that happened this weekend was the Harambe Market opened. Now, we talked about this a few weeks ago um, with the new area in Africa in Animal Kingdom and all the new eateries and seating locations that have opened up. But now it is officially open, so next time you go to Animal Kingdom, go get your ribs and kebabs and curry-infused corn dogs and whatnot. Did you guys look at any of the pictures on social media? I saw some pictures. Apparently everybody's very excited about the sausages. Okay. Kept... <laughs> That's the only thing I saw in everybody's picture of the menu was the sausages. Which I'm guessing is those curry-infused hot dogs, corn dogs. It looks great, I, I think. I think it perfectly fits with that section. Oh, I'm sure it'll be good. And that, that whole, uh, you know, food truck, small plate thing is very, very um, popular right now. People trying different things and little plates are very in. I do have one question. I like it all. I just want to know, over the gate, it says Harambe Market 1980. What is the significance of that date? That's a really good question. Because it just, I mean, you know, at Disney, nothing is accidental. So clearly they put 1980 there for a reason. Because they could have put 1998, which is obviously Animal Kingdom opening. But 1980 is specifically what they chose. And it's not just like a hidden thing. Like, it's prominently there over the gate. So Maybe that's the address. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Like 1980 Harambe. Like you're on a street. Okay, yeah, yeah, I understand an address. Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) See, numbers tell mailmen where to go. (laughs) But I still wonder then, does that have some significance? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, You'll have to ask Joe Rohde's earring. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's got Harambe, a reason for everything. Isn't Harambe a real place? Like, could it have a reference to that? I don't think so. I don't think it is. I think oh, I thought it was. I thought no, Harambe was a real village in Africa. No, it's fictionalized. Just kidding. It sounds like it. It might be out there somewhere. I don't know if it's based on that. Or well, not. they got me if it's not. So <laughs> anyway, well, let's go ahead and kick off this show with a few funny stories in the segment. Did that just happen? Curiouser and curiouser. Even though the explanation is kind of in the title, Matt, do you want to explain to our new listeners and remind our old listeners what this segment is? Yes, this is uh, us recounting experiences or happenings in the park, which we experienced personally, which made us stop, scratch our heads, maybe scream in terror or poop ourselves uh, when, when something just out of the ordinary happened that uh, was not part of our normal magical Disney day. <laughs> Perfectly explained. Yes. All right, Jeremy, I'm going to kick it over to you. Why don't you start it off? Okay, mine actually didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend that I was with. Um, okay, so take back my explanation. <laughs> no. And, and Did it's that not just happen really, to my friend? It's not really a, um, as exciting as pooping yourself, but it was just one of those moments where it was like, ah. Anyways, um, throughout the day, we were discussing things that we wanted to eat in the park, and uh, the one friend of mine, Katie, who, I don't know if she listens, sometimes she listens, anyways, if she's listening... Hi, Katie. Um, she said, you know what? I've never had one of those Mickey ice creams, you know, like the chocolate shell with the vanilla ice cream on a stick. Mickey she's bars. Like, I've always wanted one of those. Yeah, the Mickey bars. And I said, you know what? I've never had one either. Let's go get one. And so we um, went to get one and then we came back to meet the rest of our party. And we were waiting for the parade to start, the afternoon parade at the Magic Kingdom. So it was a very hot and sunny day, and we did not have a spot in the shade. And Katie was just very excited about eating this Mickey bar. And so she took it out of the wrapper. And I think she took one bite, or maybe she didn't even get one bite in. And the whole thing just fell off the stick onto the ground. (laughs) And she was just like... Oh, did that really just happen? <laughs> and I was like, yep, it sure did. So. Even though the minute you said Mickey Bar, I knew where that story was going. That was making me laugh because that's just like a cartoon waiting to happen, you know? Yeah, and now actually think about it. I think part of it even fell on another girl that was with us, Brienne. I think it fell on her. So then she had chocolate stains on her <laughs> shirt. <laughs> and then poor Mickey just sat there and melted on the pavement. I am 99% sure that Disney would have given them her another one. Yeah, I kind of suggested it, but she didn't feel like it. I think she took that as a sign that she was never <laughs> meant to have one, so... I understand. There you go. Well, my story has to do with Matt. Matt and I went to Typhoon Lagoon several years ago. I, I don't know if Jeremy went with us and just chose not to go, go on the slides or just didn't go at all. But uh, we decided to ride the water coaster... Crush and Gusher. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're about to get on, and we noticed that you can only get double inner tubes. Like, they, you can't go single. And so we're like, oh, well, that's kind of awkward, but okay, we'll ride Typhoon Lagoon two by two, I guess. <laughs> and so we hop on our little inner tube. And I was we, on the back. You were on the, the back. Record. Okay, so his legs had to kind of go around me, like under my arms. And we go down the slide, and it's really fun. You know, we're hooting and hollering. And we get down out of the bottom of the slide, and we notice that people all around us are coming down on the double tube still, but all by themselves. Yes. And we kind of look to our right and to our left, and we're like, 
oh, <laughs> oh so we didn't have to do that. And then the best moment was when we were walking out of the pool, and the woman who was who had her fast not fast pass the photo, photo pass, pass camera says, "Here you go," and she hands us a very wonderful photo souvenir of our time together <laughs> on the Crush and Gusher. And needless oh, yes. to say, we did not purchase that print, but we had a good <laughs> laugh about it. They didn't, oh, but I yes. did. <laughs> oh gosh, they just need to advertise that better, like. You don't have to ride with someone. But, yes. But yeah. I don't regret it for a minute. Oh, me neither. You must ride the double tubes, but you do not have to ride it with actually two people <laughs> right. in it. Can you imagine if you were by yourself and you were like waiting at the top for the first person to come up? Excuse me, sir. Which causes me to wonder why they're doing that in the first place, but I guess they have their reasons. Well, I'm guessing it's like you may flip over backwards. But they have the one that has the single, don't do they? they? I don't think so. I think all the water uh, coasters. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's probably yeah. right. Because the water coaster technology, the water has to like accelerate you up the hill, and I would think it'd be kind of dangerous if you were just in. Yeah, a... it's like a supercharged bidet. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what's that? yeah. Every time you go up the hill, fresh and clean. <laughs> okay, my my um, Jeremy, were we going to share our story later in the podcast? About the dude? No. Or was that going to be our story now? No. I thought you were going to tell about what you saw when we were walking to the castle. Oh, yes. That's the one. Oh, I, I don't have know so many now. The, the dude what... that was following us up the stairs. Bowtie, Haunted Mansion Butler dude. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about it. We can share that later. But share the, okay. share the other one. Oh, now. my gosh. I'm so excited. Okay. Earlier you asked, um, most memorable, magical, whatever thing at, happened after midnight at the Magic Kingdom. And um, Jeremy and I did quite well, you know, staying awake for most of it. We were heading out of the castle uh, l- late. I mean, it was, this was like, well, early. It was like close to closing time, right? Weren't we kind of yeah. headed out there to be there for the closing ceremony? Yeah, it was about 5.15 and, and they were starting to shut all the attractions down. And uh, so we were making our way to the castle stage for yes. what we assumed would be the closing ceremonies there. As we were walking through Cinderella Castle, the door opened and several characters came out. Pluto, Donald, I think, I can't remember who else came out. They were coming out to go down to the little dance party that had been going all night. More about that later. Mm. But um, as we walked by the door, which they were holding open, all these guests were walking by. All the characters were coming, these couple characters coming out of this door the 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 famous Disney double barrier failed them, and so I saw clearly through the open door the open curtain, and inside little children, let's plug our ears <laughs> through the open curtain, I saw shelf after shelf after stacked upon shelf of Donald, Mickey, Goofy, and etc heads. Oh no, <laughs> just all lined up in a row, and it was like. Oh, there that is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like a Goosebumps book where someone has all yeah. the heads of characters. Oh, and it was just like, you know, I mean, as magical as the castle and everything. I know this is like, you know, Disney's all about, you know, what the guests can see. I keep up the magic as far as they can see. You know, and we have this joke when you start seeing stuff behind the scenes. Like, I can see the magic. I can see the magic. And this was like, you know, it looked like your your church or school's, like, storage warehouse. Just white fluorescent lights, old plain old shelves. And... You know, stacked well, the problem up with was, Mickey and Donald. <laughs> you had like Mickey or like Goofy came out with his handlers, 
and then there was just enough space in between like the next character coming out that it was empty like it, but it wasn't enough that they like had time to close the door or whatever yeah. so it wasn't like they were single file right after each other there was just enough time in there to well, catch the awkward transition mm-hmm. one one you, you people aren't usually in the castle when the characters come out during the the show and so forth so that's, that's one true. thing two they, the cast members should have made sure everybody was in the little holding area and the curtain behind them was closed before they opened the door because I did like turn to the side when I saw it. I said it out loud like to the cast members, I can see all that. <laughs> yeah. And he like quickly closed the curtain. Did he give you a little cash under the no, table? He say, hey, don't, don't tell, tell anybody. Nobody. I, I didn't see anything, but Matt all of a sudden goes, I saw all that. Oh, that was frightening. Oh. <laughs> How many people were around you who possibly saw that? Oh, it's just a handful. Possibly maybe like five okay. max. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like show destroying, but uh, not like Miss Incredible's face falling off. <laughs> um, did that for all happen? Oh, yes. That's a, oh, that's fantastic. You never YouTube seen video. that video? No. no, but I have to now. Oh my goodness. Well, we'll excuse them. It was 5 a.m., but they'd had a very long night. Things happened. I was about to say, they're sleepy. They need to go, they need to, go to bed. <laughs> Even Donald came out like, ah. Were they wearing their pajamas at that point? They were. They okay. were. Cool. The clearly Christmas pajamas, but yes. yeah. Yeah, awesome. they were. Awesome. They were very uh, red and green, but uh, it was fun. Well, I cannot wait to hear about that a little later. Yes. Dear Haunted Mansion, thank you for pretending the Eddie Murphy movie doesn't exist. Love, Derek. Dear Hollywood Studios, thank you for another summer of Frozen, especially with the addition of Olaf. That's a game changer. Thank you, Plume et Palette, the perfume store in France and Epcot for defining the term smells like a French whorehouse. Dear Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie set adventure, thank you for giving parents the pleasure of answering their children when they inevitably ask, what movie is this? Love, Derek. Thank you, Club Cool and Future World, or should I say, the 7-Eleven of tomorrow. Thank you, Epcot's Flower and Garden Show, Festival, whatever it's called, for being just another excuse for us to have food booths. Dear handicapped person trying to board Haunted Mansion, thank you for enhancing my ride by giving me more time to study this blank wall. Dear Disney Dining Plan, Thank you for simultaneously making dining at Disney easier and yet somehow suicidally impossible. Thank you, Wicked Queen, for poisoning an apple. As if children aren't fat enough, now we're making them afraid of fruits and vegetables. Do us a favor and next time curse a Snickers bar or something. (laughs) Can you imagine if he had a 
Snickers bar in that old 1937 cartoon. If like they use Photoshop, because you know they they did like the smoking thing. You can't smoke now. So if like if they re-release Snow White, <laughs> he like holds out Snickers. It's, it's like, a magic wishing Snickers. <laughs> Go on, have a bite. <laughs> But what if, it like, is the chocolatey and nutty. <laughs> the voiceover isn't that good, so it's like, it's a magical wishing. Snickers. Snicker. I mentioned earlier in the show that it was a big weekend for Disney, and let me tell you, it was big. Um, I was sitting at home and could not get off Twitter because of all the exciting things that were happening on both coasts, really, over in Disneyland and Disney World. They had the big 24-hour event starting at 6 a.m. on Friday, May 22nd, and going to 6 a.m. on Saturday, May 23rd. Um, Disneyland, we've talked a lot on this podcast how they're celebrating their 60th year this year. Well, this past weekend was the official start of that celebration. So they were um, debuting their new fireworks show, their new World of Color show, their new nighttime parade. Um, They had... Uh, They reopened the Matterhorn with all these new effects. Everything was going on this weekend, and I could not get enough of it following the pictures and the tweets and all the excitement. But now you guys, Matt and Jeremy, went to the 24-hour event in Magic Kingdom. So I want to hear about what you experienced while you did that. Well, it certainly wasn't as exciting as Disneyland, but it was exciting nonetheless. Um, They opened the park at 6 a.m. Friday morning. And then it was going to be open for 24 hours. Now, we did not get there at 6 a.m. on Friday morning because we're not crazy. But there are several people that do. They spend all 24 hours. But it was hot in Florida. Um, So there's just no way I could have done that and been out in the heat all day and then expected to stay up all night. So Matt and I, we decided to go. And I drove up to Matt's house. And we got to the Magic Kingdom about 11 o'clock. And it was... PM, yes. Um, Friday night. And it was, uh, it had been raining off and on all that evening. And thankfully, pretty much as soon as we got out of the car, it stopped raining for the rest of the night. So that was yep. nice. And it also, I think, helped clear out some of the people who were in the park earlier. So, you know, loosened up the crowd a little bit. But it was hot nonetheless and muggy, but not unbearable. So. I was genuinely concerned. I don't know how concerned Matt was, but I was genuinely concerned that I wasn't going to make it all night long because I'm just not that kind of person to stay up all night. And when I do, if I kind of get a little bit off my rhythm, sometimes I just feel sick and nasty and bleh. So I was fully prepared to like bow out at any moment and tell him I'll be in the car sleeping or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, I was just about to say, judging from my conversations with you before it happened, you you sounded like 50% sure that you were going to end up at your car, in your yeah, car, I before really the night was over. And, and the week before, too, like, my allergies had really kicked in as well, so I was feeling congested and wasn't feeling that great anyways. In fact, I almost, I almost canceled completely because I woke up Friday morning just not feeling like I had the energy to even 
make it. But I went nonetheless, and I'm so glad I did because we both had a double shot from Starbucks uh, before we got <laughs> in there. And that made me feel jittery. That didn't even really help. But the caffeine, I think, definitely helped. And the adrenaline um, kicked in as well. So we went into the, to the Magic Kingdom, and we found the crowd levels to be sufficiently full. At that point, it was um, not ridiculous, but definitely not as empty, I think, as what we kind of expected. And the longest line there at midnight was probably the Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pe- people had lined up. It was literally out the door and down Main Street a little bit, up on the sidewalk area, that is. That does not surprise me. They had nope. a 1 a.m. Um, Main Street electrical parade that went through as kind of like the last entertainment, I guess, of the night. Really? I thought maybe they would have one every few hours. No, and it was so weird because we caught the tail end of it. In fact, we periscoped some of it as well as it was coming from Main Street going to Frontierland. And we were right there as you crossed into Liberty Square across the bridge. And it was the weirdest thing because there was no crowd following it. Like, you know, like every parade you see, there's always people, like a monstrous thing. It was empty, and it was the weirdest thing to see. But, um... Anywho, so we got in there, and where did we go first, Matt? I don't even remember what we did first. We rode Pirates of the Caribbean first. That's right. right. We did Pirates. And we periscoped, which, by the way, let me just throw out this. We are on Periscope at Mad Chatters, if you don't use that. Um, Follow us. Anytime we're in the parks, we try to periscope. Derek makes fun of me because I narrate my periscoping. Okay, uh, first of all, I was out like a light while you guys are periscoping because it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Come on. Um, so I didn't get to watch any of them live, which is so much better than watching them after the fact. But regardless, the next morning I woke up and watched a couple, and it was just making me laugh because it was like, there's the castle. There. And if I were on live, I would have been like, shh, just let me watch. Just At let one me point see. when I was periscoping the TTA, one, somebody did tell me to shut up so they could hear Space Mountain in the background. Ouch. But I feel like I feel like a lot of the people who come into there or come into Periscope, they are not necessarily Disney fans, at mm-hmm. least the ones that I've encountered. And so they always are like, where is this? Who is, wh- what is going on? What's, so I feel like, <laughs> where is, to- <laughs> is this universal? So I well, no, but you-, you laugh, but he was clearly on top of the contemporary resort showing Magic Kingdom and someone asked, what city is this? Yeah. So you'd be surprised. But another thing is, I know you guys. And so part of me just wanted to hear you guys like talk about what you've been doing. And cause I wanted to hear from you and, um, so that's probably another reason I thought that and no one else thought it. That's true. But my but, favorite is at the end of every one when you say, we're the Mad Chatters. Be sure to follow us at <laughs> Mad Chatters. Well, I got to horse out a little bit, you know. Of and, course. Uh, see yeah. if we can get anything. But um, anywho, for those who do follow us on Periscope and listen, every time I get on, it, been at the Magic Kingdom, everybody wants to see pirates. Take us on pirates. Take us on pirates. And every time I try, the Disney Wi-Fi is terrible and my cell phone reception is terrible in there. So it never works out. So I'm sorry that I can never do Pirates uh, on the Periscope. But I will continue to try and maybe yeah, one day. Yeah. But anywho, so we went on Pirates and... Uh, oh, hold on. Let me interject something real quick. you talking about people requesting things. I've been watching Periscope a lot on Disneyland and Disney World. And it never fails that someone gets on and says either yell something offensive... Or go pop a kid's balloon. And I'm like, what evil people? Like, who's going to actually be like, okay, here, let me hold my camera. This is our generation. I guess (laughs) so. I'm like, you people are demented. Uh, People, the one guy, when I, last trip we were on, he wanted me, when I was walking around the Polynesian, he was like, 
wave at people and see if they wave back. So I stood there just waving like a dummy, and people. <laughs> and he's on his phone saying, "Ah, yeah, I can't believe you. Right. <laughs> I can't believe he did it. This dummy. <laughs> Look at this." Anyways, oh. um, so we went to Pirates and a thirty-minute line there at Pirates, but uh, well, it went, went like quick. fifteen minutes. It was very fast. Yeah, we got on at that point. I think everything is generally held about at least a thirty-minute wait time. Not everything, but the major things. I'm guessing you couldn't have booked fast passes for any of this time, right? You well, could. you could have, but and we tried. Huh. Yeah. But by the time we tried, everything was pretty much gone. Everything, yeah. so we didn't. Um, then we went over to Fantasyland. After that, is that right? Yeah. Because yeah, we, I wanted to go. I hadn't been to Fantasyland in a, in a while. So we went over to ride Pooh, but that was crazy town. The line really wasn't moving. Mm-hmm. So we got out of there. And uh, we did Little Mermaid, which went through pretty quickly. And we did go to tomorrow. Or was that, am I getting out of order to say we went to Tomorrowland? We went to Fantasyland and did. Oh, yeah, we did Little Mermaid when we were back there. Yeah. We walked over around. And we did Dumbo. Did Dumbo. <laughs> Which in separate nice. Dumbos. <laughs> and we and I periscoped it. It was fun. <laughs> I wouldn't and have said a word if you'd been on the same Dumbo. We did Small World. I did some periscoping in Small World. And, uh... Anyways, all in all, let me say, just given a brief overcap of the evening. It was incredible. I didn't feel tired once. I even sat down by the tangled restrooms and charged my phone for... 20 30 minutes while Matt was hey, there was that one dude the tangled restrooms that was about to fall out <laughs> the people started to fall out. about 3 a.m. people really started to feel it and so there by the tangled restrooms it's very dark and quiet through there and there was this big guy he had to be at least 300 pounds and he was trying to sit on the bench but he was like falling asleep and kept like starting to go like his over his wife him. was talking to him like and standing he, in front like, of him talking to him and he would he was just like he could not like just Doing stay that up at drowsy all. Nod, and uh, I was like, "Take him to the house! Come yeah. on!" Yeah. <laughs> now I saw that in Disneyland, Animation Academy was filled with people sleeping on the floor. Was there a place like that in Magic Kingdom? The I, only if place it was anywhere would probably be those courtyards on Main Street, the new right. Fast Pass viewing areas. Well, I saw people when we were on the TTA that little stage with the screen there in Tomorrowland where they had that oh, yeah. Stitch show. They were showing Frozen on there, and it looked like people were laid out on the ground. People were laid out, yeah. Frozen, <laughs> but I think they were just asleep. But they started singing "Let It Go" as we went by. So, oh yeah, very that loudly. They, that woke uh... up. But um, but anywho, like I said, did we not didn't have the most exciting night. Yeah, it was. I mean, not it was exciting. exciting when you go as... to Disney World, uh, you go to Magic Kingdom with, you know, people that have been there and done that, and we like other things, you know, other than just Splash Mountain and Space Mountain all the time. I think we we did ride Big Thunder Mountain, but other than that, it was like Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Little Mermaid, Dumbo, Tomorrowland Transit Authority. But there's just something about being at the Magic Kingdom at 4 o'clock in the morning that, to me, is so cool. Yes. Well, that's the thing that didn't hit me until Big Thunder Mountain. Like, pretty much the whole evening just felt like you were in Magic Kingdom at nighttime. Hmm. Which, you know, yeah. yeah. But all of a sudden, we were in line for Big Thunder Mountain, and I realized it was almost 5 a.m. And I told Matt, I think I even tweeted this, I was like... Whatever life decisions I have made that led me to this point right now where I'm riding Big Thunder Mountain at 5 a.m. 
those are the best decisions I've ever made in my life <laughs> because they're just something that felt right about it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so we had a, a lovely, enjoyable night. And like I said, didn't struggle once. About 5 a.m., well, all the, like the water-based rides, like boat rides and stuff, started to close down about, what was it, about 4.30? Huh. So like Pirates was closed at 4.30, Small World, all that. And then about 5, um, they started kind of shutting down the queues for all the other attractions. Like unless it was very like walk-on, things like um, – I can't even think of anything off the top of my head like right tea now. Teacups, teacups, those kind of things. Yeah, those, yes. But everything else, so you could tell they were being very strategic in pushing people towards uh, the hub and in front of the castle stage. Yeah. It and makes so we, sense because they had to reopen three hours yeah. after they closed. Yeah, and so we got to the castle stage, and there was a uh, DJ and dance party going on there. We'll it was the blasted that. DJ from the Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It thing. We'll, we'll comment on that in just a sec. Hold on. Okay. So they moved us all there at about 5.15. Pretty much everybody left in the park had moved there. And so that's where we kind of thought that the big send-off was going to be. But then at 5.45, the DJ all of a sudden says, All right, everybody to the train station. And so mass chaos. And at the time, Matt and I well, were Well, I didn't actually – we weren't actually paying attention to him. We just oh, lifted true. up our heads and people were like starting to move. I was like – Somebody did something, and everybody everybody started to go this way. <laughs> and when we got down there, um, the DJ was joined by Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy and Pluto and... Chippendale. Chippendale. Yeah, they all were joined at the train station, and they sang a very upbeat version of When You Wish Upon a Star. Which was Followed. very awkward. Oh, no. They, it because was kind of awkward. they did that, and uh, he made everybody turn their... Their, their their cell phones on the lights on their cell phone and wave them in the air. That's right. They lowered all the lights on that part of the in that part of the park. So all because he said it's like a, a thousand stars and a thousand wishes. And then they sang when. You, but it, but it would have been more tender if they would have sang like the Jimmy 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 Cricket version. Instead right, it was right. like when you wish upon a star. Oh, boom, no. boom, boom. Anyways, so at the end of that. There was a. <laughs> I'm guessing the sun had not risen by this point. No, no, okay. it's still it was dark. beginning to lighten up, but the sun had not risen. No. And then there was a poof of fireworks that was kind yeah, of just one, one. Just <laughs> that was it. Boom. Yeah. And then they sang the Mickey Mouse Club alma mater. Alma mater. Mater. <laughs> alma mater. What's a mater? <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, you? <laughs> Alma mater, and that was tender because you know that song is very yeah. tender as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And basically, then it was like, "Good night," and yeah, here's the exits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought it was cool because Mickey and Minnie actually went on the other side of the train station, then outside the park, and were waving goodbye to everybody as they were leaving. Yeah, I, I saw that picture that you tweeted. Very cool. Yeah, my complaint of, about the night, and I think it's the same as Matt's, and I get. I get why they do it, but I don't get why they do it. And that is from are you about, gonna are you gonna complain about the the the, the things? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can voice that. Well, I was just gonna say they basically started dance parties at the castle main stage and then in Frontierland at about two AM. Yeah. And they went all the way until six AM. Mm. And it's just something about, like, I, I, I can understand having a dance party, maybe, you know, for an hour. Yeah. 
But when you do it for four hours, that really takes away something from the park mm-hmm. that's kind of special, you know, especially out yeah. there by the castle. I mean, Frontierland, I can maybe, I can maybe sacrifice, but there – Every bit some... of atmosphere, mm-hmm. really, no matter where you were, around that area was, was gone. Oh, Main Street was totally gone. Like, they were picking the music – I mean, I mean, I don't know the order. Is the or am I right in the order to say um, is it pop it, lock it, and then drop it? <laughs> Let me is check that the Google. correct order? I, Whatever uh, order in which you do these things with your bottom, they were playing that song as we were strolling from Adventureland down to Main Street, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And mm. all I could picture because I knew the characters were up there, all I could picture was like Donald and Goofy and all them up there. Dropping it like it's hot on the castle stage. I was yeah. like, "What is yeah. this?" No, that's one of that is my main complaint. That's really my only complaint, except for that whole thing I'll get to in a minute. The closing thing was that you know you talk about how magical it would be to be in the Magic Kingdom at night, you know, overnight at four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, and you would uh, normally be right, except for the fact that Main Street was not Main Street. It was. I mean, every single feel-good techno remix that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Tonight's going to be a good night, YMCA, and celebrate good times, and Lord, what else? Now, I was just loopy enough at 3 a.m. to enjoy YMCA, and I was oh, joining into the dancing. And cast members, you cast members look like they had lost their minds. Like, yeah. this, they were dropping it like it was hot themselves. That one over I there mean, at the plaza. Holy the plaza. cow. Homegirl thought she was at, you know, uh, <laughs> the club in downtown Orlando the way well, she was. Well, and it wasn't just like they had a DJ out there. They had him and the stage, very like a whole lot of like special lighting for it and a lot of smoke. And so it was like What was very the joke you made about the lighting? Club-like. I said, I'm so glad we can get this nice lighting for our Castle Fireworks show. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean the lighting, it, the lasers and everything, and it was like – you know, oh, we can't have this all the time, but we can have it for DJ Spoofy Spoon or whatever his name and is out there. If that wasn't enough, you know, they usually do those things in Tomorrowland where that stage is. They usually have the dance parties over there, and I'm fine with it being relegated over there. It kind of has that feel to it. But there at the castle forecourt, you know, it's just like. <laughs> and right in front of Country Bear Jamboree. Country Bear. Like... <laughs> I was about to say, you, if you, when you round the corner and you're coming into Frontierland, you want to hear. You know, oh my darling, or Big Rock Candy Mountain. You don't want to hear <laughs> Black Eyed Peas in front of the Country Bear Jamboree. It is. It's like. Well, so, I hate to tell you, but dance parties are here to stay. But one thing that surprises me is I feel like they do dance parties because a lot of the younger children who can't ride a lot of attractions, it's something for them to do. But I feel like at three a.m., surely the ratio of adults to kids was different than it normally is it was and it was great there were very few strollers out there and very few small children yeah. in fact the younger the youngest children i kind of saw where it's like eight nine years old and even exactly. those few and far between but i feel like they had the dance parties out this time to help people stay awake because i picked it up out there on that ruse and dance quick. you know and the music was pumping and like i said i even as much as I hated it, I got into it because when we were sitting there, Matt got something at Casey's and we were sitting out at the tables there. And, you know, I could feel, I felt the groove and started <laughs> shaking my shoulders and my head. And, and Matt said, don't do it. Don't give in. 
and doing the YMCA and uh, anyway. no, it was just all that whole that whole thing is just a it's just a it's just trying they're trying so hard to be to it's be pandering, relevant pandering to the it's lowest like, common denominator. You are the Magic Kingdom. You do not have to try to be. I, this or if you're gonna and do it at the same time it's like i see what you're doing you're closing everything down at 4 30 you know and then five about five o'clock most thing everything shut down so their only means of keeping the energy up and keeping people going for an hour is a solid medley of feel-good techno bits until 5 45 and then they herd everybody out to the front i felt like that whole last hour was just like give me a break mm. But if you, I think that you could do the the DJ parties or dance parties, which they usually do in there by Sunny Eclipse, you know, which kind of feels like it's supposed to be a dance party where he's DJing. But obviously that's limited space. But that's a good place to do it. So they could have done it there. But overall, totally worth it. Matt and I will be there next year again, hopefully. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it as far as the time we went. I wouldn't change that. At no, all. it was good. We'll do it the overnights. Yeah, I saw a lot of tweets early Friday morning of people who went at 6 a.m. and it seemed empty. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's the time to go. But like you said earlier, by 9 a.m., it is hot. You're sweating. We we've, we're, we were completely like crowd followers by like 5 o'clock. We were out <laughs> front like at the <laughs> dance parties. I mean, we could have – I mean, realistically, we could have been riding like probably Tomorrowland Transit Authority or the – teacups or something but nothing else was open mm-hmm. so uh next time maybe instead of going out for like the last 30 minutes of the dance party because we know that the closing ceremony is lame ridiculous lame maybe we could hang around back in like Adventureland or something and see mm-hmm. but you know that once the park kind of empty even just being back there with nobody else not riding anything but just being there you know when it, when no one else is around is a yeah. cool experience in yeah. and of itself now, you guys got in at 11 p.m., which means you're already more fortunate than the Disneyland folks. Did you hear about what went on over there? A little oh, no. bit. A little bit of drama. Okay, well, I remember when they did this for the first time in 2012. It was a mess in Disneyland because they only had Disneyland open, not Disney California Adventure. And they had to close the park super early to, I mean, to more guests. Well, apparently this year it was kind of a repeat of that. And they said at 2 p.m. they closed Disneyland temporarily. To more guests because they said it was it was too crowded inside. And it probably was. Like, people were already lining up on Main Street for the nighttime parade because it was the first night of this brand new oh, parade. Yes. Why they debuted all this stuff the same weekend, mm-hmm. I do not know. But they said, even on Twitter, Disneyland was saying, feel free to go to California Adventure. It's open. Well, optimistic people were waiting for the gates to reopen in Disneyland. And they didn't. And they didn't. It got to be 9.30, and they had the nighttime parade. And after that, people started to clear out a little bit more, but they still weren't opening the gates. And people on the inside seemed to be having a really good time. Like, I saw some pictures, but I also saw pictures of people who were saying, hey, look, here's New Orleans Square, and you couldn't see a single person in the picture. And someone said, here's a picture of the Pirates of the Caribbean queue. No one was in line. And the worst thing was, you guys know, they had the live stream. You guys said you waved at the camera on Main Street. Oh, yeah. Park. Well, they had that in Disneyland, too. So people who were being held outside, and they, they call it the Esplanade because it's right between the two different parks. Yeah. They're all sitting there, and it's just packed shoulder to shoulder. And they're watching the live stream saying, there's no one in the park. I mean... Oh, it's just because yeah. of Main Street? Probably so, yeah. Probably because of Traffic Main Street. congestion. Yeah. 
And they're because they had a few different live streams up, and they're saying, "Okay, but I'm seeing all my friends inside the park texting me saying, "Oh man, it's like off season crowds in here." <laughs> so they're getting a little frustrated. And then about one a.m., they opened it up to people who were already in California Adventure and just wanted to hop over. Those people could get in. Well, naturally, oh, that was no. chaos because the cast members had to determine like who really was coming from DCA and who was just trying to sneak in. And then about two a.m., well, even though they were telling people that their president had said, yeah, we're not opening anymore until 9 a.m. park opening. People still waited just in case. And sure enough, about two, they got the okay that it was okay to open up the gates. And you could see on the live feed people sprinting down down Main Street once they opened the gates to all these people because they'd been waiting, some of them, for 12 hours just hoping to get in. So, I mean, part of me says... Disney had to be careful. Like, if Main Street's really super crowded, I mean, people on the outside of the gates, they didn't know what was going on inside, for sure. They couldn't say. But there were a lot of signs that it wasn't quite quite as crowded as Disney was pretending it was. Well, clearly Mm -hmm. they made a mistake there. But the way people reacted, some people Uh, reacted on social media, you would have thought Disney was slaughtering small children in the back. (laughs) You know, I can't believe this company would do that and treat their customers this way. And these were people uh, who weren't even waiting in the Esplanade. They weren't there. They were at home saying, oh, Disney. But these are the people that just look for every opportunity to take Disney down, and yet they call themselves fans. I don't get it, but, you know, I'll be the first to tell you the company is not perfect, and we complain about stuff. But, I mean, come on. We also recognize it's run by fallible human beings. So, Well, stories Aww. like this are a good reminder to always treat cast members, for the most part, kindly. Because those people who were telling them not to come in, they didn't make that decision. They were being no, told, don't not. let people in. But you know they had to get so much crap from these people. Yes, that they, w- it had to be- they I hope they got paid a lot for that night. I'm sure they didn't, but... Anyway, so needless to say, your experience was better than that. And I'm really glad. Yeah. I can tell you my favorite part of our experience. Yeah. My favorite part was at 6 a.m. we left. And. Oh, that's your favorite part? Yeah, no, 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 no. That follows. It follows. Um, And of course, it was like any other park closing time at the Magic Kingdom times about 100 because. Literally, everyone left was exiting at once. Like, they had had systematically shut the park down, so everyone that was in there was leaving at 6. It wasn't like the trickle, you know, even as it is a pour sometimes. So the ferry boat was probably pretty crowded, monorail. We opted to walk over to the Contemporary to have a little small, light breakfast at the Contempo Cafe, which opened at 6 for, like, just bakery items and coffee and all that kind of stuff. So we went over there, and uh, Jeremy got coffee, I got a bagel, and some orange juice, and just relaxed at the Contemporary Resort. Oh, but before that, was it before that? It was before, yeah. Yeah, we we got in the bottom floor, we took the escalators up um, to the fourth floor where everything is, Chef Mickey and all that stuff. And we turned around and walked out onto the... um, the balcony that's there on the fourth floor. Well, that that's where there's some seating to watch wishes. You can clearly see the castle. It's a very nice view, but we couldn't quite see um, the horizon on the east. You know, waiting for the sunrise because of the Bay Lake Tower was there. But we did look over, and um, now mind you, this is like six thirty in the morning, so mines weren't working. We were Perfectly. a little, little loopy. <laughs> we looked over and saw a staircase. You know, there's a staircase you can climb all the way up 
and there's clear viewing out of every little staircase balcony. Like there's, you know, stairs and then there's a little balcony, stairs, balcony. So you could see out clearly over Bay Lake uh, to the to the sunrise or to the, to the horizon. And so we began climbing and climbing and climbing. So we're on the fourth floor. There are, what, 14 floors? Yeah, something like that. For whatever oh, reason, taking we, the elevator, we decided we to take the We took the stairs 10 floors. <laughs> like a bunch of idiots. And when did you oh. realize that the elevator was a better option? About well, floor 10. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we were pulling on. And the doors to the hallways of the hotel, some of them were unlocked. So after we were done, we just walked... Anyway, the payoff was great because we got to yeah. the very top, and it was the the it was the viewing area at the California Grill for wishes. Oh, you sure. could just yeah, climb yeah. all the way up there on the, the stairs, and of course, that's where some of our Periscope videos came from—the beautiful views of the Magic Kingdom. Mm. Clearly, see Splash Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain off to the east. And you that's a Orlando. great time to go because not a soul up there. We had the whole place until <laughs> until yeah until, until uh, Johnny. Johnny serial killer came up there. Well, there was this creepy guy, and he, to me, he reminded me, and he looked like, you know, like when you see like the Adams family or like those kind of movies that are scary but kind of kooky at the same time, and they have like the weird butler, you know, something in like Rocky. <laughs> are you just Picture like show. quoting the theme song now? They're creepy no. and they're kooky. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he looked like this something like if you were going to that kind of a haunted house and you rang the doorbell. He would answer the door because yeah. he was well, he wearing like, like a, a shirt and a bow tie on with a vest. Very small, scrawny little man. Yeah, but and kind of looked like he hadn't been in the sun a lot. So very yeah. kind of very sunken pale. eyes, but pale. Anyways, all of a sudden he appears on the rooftop with us. And then as we, we decided to leave at that point <laughs> and he followed us down the stairs and then like. We were saying we were checking each door to see which one was unlocked because it first of all we were trying to get inside the elevator normally, but now we had like double the reason to try to get inside very quickly because it was just not, weird not get and caught on sketchy staircase with the with the Jimbo over here. I really hope you were not subtle at all. Go go! It's, it's locked. Hurry. Kind of where well, I kind of kept looking over my shoulder. He passed us and. at one point and then he found an open door and like held it open for us. And he was then like, he, this one is open. Yeah, just like that. Like, uh, I was like, clearly you work for like a haunted house. I mean, because this so is So we like, go in the door to the hotel. We turn around and dude's gone. And he's gone. He disappeared. He I don't know where he went, but he was gone. And then I started. How like, tired were you? <laughs> it's like, if we go into this elevator and he's in there. <laughs> he's there. Going I'm out. down, gentlemen. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, uh-uh, nope, nope. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> So either we saw the ghost of the contemporary or just a creep. I don't know, but um, it was kind of kooky. But yeah, we had a nice time. And then I again, I was still feeling good when we were eating breakfast. I was like, "Hey, we could go, you know, wherever, you know, to a park again." But then we decided to go back home, and we got to Matt's house and <laughs> sat down and was gone out like a yeah. lot oh yeah i i'm surprised you made it the whole way back in the car jeremy he he laid down on the couch and i said do you want a blanket and he's like nah i'll be okay i'm just gonna lay down for a few and i think he, we all slept for like three hours three hours <laughs> later <laughs> i got up and it was noon already and i said oh man so anywho like i said and and i didn't feel another thing i was worried about i i was genuinely worried like my sleeping pattern's going to be wrecked for like a week trying to readjust. But I was fine doing that little three-hour nap, 
then I went back, uh, came back to Miami and was, I went to bed early that night and, uh, was fine for the next day. So just an idea next year, I think we might opt, I might opt for a cheap hotel room. Yeah. And, uh, maybe get up there earlier in the day on Friday, even if we go to a different park, go back and sleep, you know, for a good long while till like midnight or so, and then head over to the park. And then you have somewhere to crash at least until checkout time, like 10 o'clock or something. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt had a, uh, a checklist of, uh, chores to do when he got home so he had a different experience on saturday than i did oh, yes so. yeah well i gotta say we all have those moments where it's like oh i wish i were in the park right now this weekend i was feeling it watching <laughs> so especially disneyland you know oh here's the new parade here's the new fireworks show here's a new world of color it's like oh i just want to be there oh you have yet to watch them correct i'm trying not to watch them since i will be there in four months and i'll yeah. get to see them for the first time live but, quick note on that. Can I tell you something I heard today? World sure. of Color is a show Jeremy and I saw, and they've completely redone it, and they've made it more about the parks, like the history of the parks. And apparently, there was a Marvel segment that the week of, um, before cast member previews, I guess, heads up, or the higher-ups, whatever you call them, in the parks, who they give the creative, you know, they give over control to the creatives, but then they have to approve it. Apparently, the week of, they said, oh, there's no Frozen, you need Frozen. So they cut the Marvel segment and put the entire Let It Go song oh, in its entirety. Good, good grief. Why See, this is one of those things, that, why can't you be a little more not on the nose with it? Because it's in the fireworks show, too. Yeah. Well, it's which just... I told Jeremy would be more aptly named, and when you see it, you will agree. It will be more aptly named Disney Forever than specifically Disneyland Forever. Uh, okay. Well, because okay. the previous fireworks show, which ran, yeah, for the... I get why they did it. But they should have branded it differently. Probably it was all about Disneyland. So yeah. to have any f- difference, I guess you can't you can't redo Disneyland again. I guess with the attractions and things, it'd be the same show. I did watch World of Color Celebrate, and I won't give any spoilers or anything, but I was one of the few that actually liked the first show, and... I, I, you're not one of the few. That was very well liked. Everybody liked World of Color. Yeah. Okay, well, I liked the first show, and I liked this show as well. I thought it's very tender. The Frozen thing does stick out like a sore thumb, mm. because... Every, everything else is just clips and, you know, really fast. And then all of a sudden you got to sit and and it's, you know, the whole Let It Go song. And you're like, yeah. what in the world? Why do we need this song right in the middle of this? But the Walt parts at the beginning and the Mickey parts uh, and, and at the end as well, definitely very tender if you are cool. a Walt fan like I am. So. I have not watched Paint the Night, the new parade, but I know they use the song from Wreck-It Ralph, and oh my gosh, will that thing get stuck in your head. Oh yes, I love that song. When can oh, I yes. see it again? Oh my gosh, oh, oh my gosh. Whoa. This is what I was trying not to spoil for you the other day by my review, but um, I hate that song. Oh. <laughs> Why when does that not surprise me? When it is in that parade, as I was watching, I was like, this... But they incorporate the Baroque hoedown. Okay, I'm glad you just said that, because I do like that. I do like the incorporate, and I like the, have you listened to the intro? Uh-uh. The intro is very, it's it's a nod to the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, okay. you know that. from the. But it's like, it's almost like the beginning of World of Color, the previous show, that kind of styled the ladies singing it. But they sing okay. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all this stuff. I liked all that. But when they started the that song, I was like, no. And it had the, I was like, this is like a rave coming down. 
Main Street. Now look, yeah. the floats and the puppetry and everything else about it and the lighting, the way they incorporated the lights is fantastic. It's just the music is just one of those typical Disney things over the last 10 years. That they've moved away from sentimental and orchestral and they've gone towards, you know, techno, chorus, happy, clappy. To me, it fits that parade because it's a very young parade because I think the they have Peter Pan, but that's the only classic Disney animated uh, mention in the whole parade. Everything else is newer stuff, so it wouldn't make sense to have older music if you're going to have Cars and Toy Story. And I think next after that, the next oldest one is Little Mermaid. So, mm. you know, it, it makes sense to have it more of a pumped up younger music than the... You, know, you kids time. and your crazy music. <laughs> I mean, I like the the old time stuff too. Don't get me wrong, but your dance parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, music aside, I will say all the parades of the last ten or so years have just kind of had the same movies over and over. And I would like to see some of those more classic films represented. But Jeremy and I will be in Disneyland in less than four years or less. <laughs> <laughs> Much less than four years. Well, less than four years <laughs> four as well, months. yes. So sometime in September, we'll give official reviews of all that new nighttime entertainment. I'm sure we'll Disneyland. periscope it as well. I'm not. I'm going to enjoy it. Are you kidding me? It'll okay, hopefully be the first time I see it. So. And you'll hear me going, that's Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I will walk away. <laughs> These are the lights. <laughs> Don't put it past me. Okay, well, did you guys have anything else about your night in Magic Kingdom? Now, I do have a question. When they first introduced this whole 24-hour thing, they did it on Leap Day in 2012, which to me seems so much more comfortable weather-wise. Do you think it's better to do it in February or May? Well, it would certainly be more comfortable, I mean, depending on Florida weather, because it's it's just as unpredictable as anywhere else. Late February is very spring-like, so it could be hot. Oh, that's true. I'm just... I liked it because, again, it, it was like the kick off the summer, and it really yeah. did feel that way. I That's felt true. like my summer yeah. has now began. Did so. you see any special merchandise or, like, photo ops that were just available that during that show, during that... Uh, see, this is one of those things where I just feel like they just pop up crap and say this is special. Here, here's something special. And one of those was a photo backdrop that was, like, you know, coolest summer ever, 24 Disney whatever. And it was just, like, a flat painted backdrop in Tomorrowland that in you Tomorrowland. could go take a It had with. like a clock, like painted background. Okay. I think in Disneyland there was a clock you could like hold and it showed the actual time. Oh, okay. Well, that was not this. No. This was just like a backdrop. But they they had some, I assume they were selling these shirts that said the cool summer yeah. or whatever with Olaf on them. Oh, uh, I saw those online, yeah. And they Even those quite, look like something my youth group would wear to like They really did. Because at first I thought people made them themselves because they were just yeah. like white t-shirts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look, those people went all out and made shirts. And then I saw more people and more people and I thought, oh, well, they must be selling them here. But they just did not look very well done. Yeah. So. I hate that because there is something cool about having merchandise from a one-time only Thing like sometimes they're ugly, but then when I see people who are like, "Hey, here's my T-shirt from that event in 1990," I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty cool that you have that." Yeah, you know? I'm sure there was a special cupcake on sale somewhere as yeah. well. So <laughs> nothing <laughs> says temporary or nothing says permanent souvenir like a cupcake. Well, they always, you know, every time I go there, there seems to be some kind of a special limited time cupcake available. <laughs> of course. So I assume Olaf was holding an umbrella in the sunshine or something, and that was it. So Hey, you need to make snacks. You need to be a culinary artist for Disney. <laughs> I better be careful. I'll get hired. <laughs> 
All right. Well, it sounds like you guys had a good time. Hopefully in the future I can go. And hopefully our listeners who want to go in the future have learned some great tips from you too. Um, until next time, I think that's it for this show. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And while you're at it, why don't you go over to iTunes and leave a review for us there. You can find us by searching for Mad Chatters. Um, all right, that's it. We'll see you next week. Take a little time to find the magic in every day. Bon appetit. Not like Miss Incredible's face falling off. <laughs> um, did that for real happen? Oh yes, that's a oh, that's fantastic. You YouTube never seen video. that video? No. no, but I have to now. Pause the show just a second. Just kidding. It's oh, not like an actual head, like a helmet. It's like her face just falls off. The, the hair's still there, but the face just goes. <laughs> yes, traumatized for life. Oh yes. Watch this. Oh, I have to see this. Oh, but keep playing. Oh, this is fantastic. Why are you all loading? It's Mrs. Incredible with her face. Look at the back of her head. I know. Do it one more time. Okay. Here comes Mrs. Incredible. Suddenly, a face character. Boom! <laughs> what is that? That's frightening. <laughs> She's clapping. Like yeah. clapping. That was awesome. Did you see that her face? Like a horror show person. <laughs> She's so elastic she can rip her face off. <laughs> Dear handicapped person trying to board haunted mansion. No. Oh, okay, hold on. Uh, oh. Dear, <laughs> I can't Anti-defamation say Anti-defamation league online, too. <laughs> uh. <laughs>